At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagle. There's a lot of conflicting information online about the best ways to clean fresh fruits and vegetables. And today we're going to sort through the research and the recommendations. But first, I got a great question from Carrie in response to my recent episode on sodium intake. In that episode, researcher Yanni Papanikolaou pointed out that a potassium-rich diet can blunt many of the negative health effects of sodium, and that canned beans, which are often demonized for being high in sodium, are also high in potassium, and they could actually help improve the potassium-to-sodium ratio of our diets. But Carrie wondered how rinsing canned beans would affect the potassium content. Would rinsing reduce the sodium without reducing the potassium, she wants to know, or has the potassium leached out into the liquid? And you know what? This is a really smart question. The first thing you want to understand is that the amount of sodium that's shown on the nutrition facts label on a can of beans includes the sodium that's in the liquid, which most people don't use. When you drain your beans, more than a third of that sodium goes down the drain. And if you also rinse them, you're reducing the sodium by more than 40%. But how much potassium might you be losing in the process? On the one hand, the sodium is being added to the liquid that the beans are processed in, while the potassium starts out inside the bean. On the other hand, we do have the principle of diffusion, which says that solutes like sodium and potassium will move from areas of high concentration to low concentration, eventually reaching an equilibrium. So when you put beans in salt water, the concentration of sodium in the bean is much lower than the concentration of sodium in the water, so some of that salt will migrate from the water and into the bean. But by the same principle, the concentration of potassium in the beans is much higher than in the water, and therefore some of that potassium will leach into the water. So by draining the beans, you're presumably not just losing sodium, but also potassium. So what's the upshot in terms of the sodium to potassium ratio of the beans? If you know me at all, you know that I love questions like this, especially when answering them requires making a spreadsheet, which this did. But fortunately, the USDA has nutrient data for canned beans that have been drained, as well as those that have been rinsed with tap water. 
So I was able to assess the impact of draining and rinsing, not just on sodium, but also on potassium. And here's what my latest spreadsheet has revealed. When you drain and or rinse canned beans, you do lose both sodium and potassium, but there's a greater reduction in sodium than in potassium. According to the USDA data that I reviewed, draining off the liquid reduces the sodium by around 40%, but the potassium by only 30 to 35%. Canned beans with their liquid already contain a bit more potassium than sodium, and after draining or rinsing them, the potassium to sodium ratio is even better. And by the way, while actually rinsing the beans does remove a bit more sodium, The difference is relatively minor. Most of the sodium reduction is achieved simply by draining the canning liquid. In my opinion, you can probably save yourself that extra step, not to mention the extra water, and skip the rinsing. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. And now let's turn to Emma's question about cleaning fresh produce. She writes, I've been finding conflicting answers about the best way to make sure the fresh produce I'm consuming is free of dirt, grime, germs, microbes, as well as pesticides. I see internet articles and forums recommending bleach, baking soda, vinegar, as well as commercial vegetable washes. U.S. government sites, she goes on, say that store-bought cleaners haven't been shown to work any better than water and recommend rinsing produce with cold running tap water. So what does the research actually say as to the best way to wash produce? And if vinegar or baking soda solutions are realistic options, how long do I need to soak my produce in order for it to actually be effective? Well, Emma is right that food safety experts and government sites such as the CDC recommend washing produce in tap water, and they insist that home remedies such as salt, vinegar, or lemon juice have not been shown to be effective at removing germs on produce. And it's also true that most dirt, pesticide residues, and up to 98% of bacteria can be effectively removed by rinsing produce thoroughly using cold tap water. 
And when you have firmer produce, adding some mechanical friction from a clean brush or even just rubbing vigorously with your clean hands also helps. And you want to concentrate your efforts on the stem and or the blossom end when there is one, as those are areas where dirt and residues tend to collect and concentrate. Now, for produce that can't be scrubbed or rubbed, such as lettuce or maybe broccoli, you can soak them in water for a couple of minutes and squish them around a little bit to dislodge any dirt. And you also want to be careful not to recontaminate your clean produce with bacteria from dirty sinks, countertops, or towels. But Emma's situation does involve a little additional complexity. I live in Ecuador, she writes, where the water is not always safe to drink. And thus, I don't have the luxury of just running produce under tap water as I did in the U.S. And that's what prompted my investigation into this topic. Well, rinsing produce in water that is not safe to drink is obviously not a good idea. In that case, you might want to wash your produce in bottled or distilled water. And that may or may not be practical. But contrary to the CDC's somewhat dismissive statement about home remedies, I actually did find some research showing that a vinegar soak can kill pathogenic bacteria, including the dreaded E. coli bacteria that occasionally cause food poisoning outbreaks. And interestingly, this study was done by Japanese researchers in the aftermath of a big E. coli outbreak over there. The study also offers some hints about how long you'd need to soak your produce for it to work. Although I do want to note that this study was conducted not on actual produce, but on bacteria in Petri dishes. But the first thing to know is that the diluted vinegar solution that's often recommended on food blogs isn't nearly potent enough to do the job, unless you're planning to soak your produce for two or three hours. Even straight vinegar containing 5% acetic acid required a 25-minute soak to inactivate E. coli bacteria. But there were a couple of ways to boost the effectiveness. One of them was to add salt to the water. So according to this study, a solution of one cup water, one cup vinegar, and two teaspoons of salt inactivated E. coli in just six minutes. Keep in mind, however, that if you're soaking your produce in salt water, some of that salt may end up in the produce. Remember that principle of diffusion that we were just talking about with the beans. Another way to improve the effect is to heat the vinegar water up. The researchers found that it took about 12 hours to inactivate the bacteria using a solution of equal parts vinegar and water at room temperature. Not terribly practical. But a lukewarm solution, one that was about 100 degrees Fahrenheit, of vinegar and water, that inactivated bacteria in only 15 minutes. That's a little bit more reasonable. And if you're really in a hurry, adding salt to the lukewarm vinegar water took that time down to just one minute. Again, I want to remind you that this study was done in bacteria-laden Petri dishes and not in a typical home kitchen, but it does offer some answers to Emma's questions about whether vinegar or salt is effective in killing bacteria what concentrations are required, and how long you might want to soak your produce. But look, the only way to be 100% sure that all pathogenic bacteria have been destroyed is to thoroughly cook your fruits and vegetables. That said, nobody wants a boiled Caesar salad. So I think it really is a matter of understanding and managing your risks. Here in the U.S., Your chances of being infected with E. coli or other dangerous foodborne pathogens from raw vegetables are quite small. 
Nonetheless, infants, the elderly, pregnant women, and others with weakened immune system might have a harder time fighting off a foodborne pathogen. It might make them sicker. So if your resistance is lowered, or you simply want to reduce your risk of being infected to zero, you'd want to avoid all uncooked fruits and vegetables, as well as unpasteurized dairy products. And you'd want to be sure that all your eggs, meat, and fish are cooked thoroughly. And equally important, keep your hands, your cooking implements, and your cooking surfaces scrupulously clean. Even if you're hale-hardy and risk-tolerant, it would probably be wise to avoid raw vegetables and fruits if some sort of contamination is reported or suspected, such as during an active outbreak, until the source of it has been identified. Otherwise, I think that the nutritional benefits, not to mention the culinary pleasures, of fresh raw fruits and vegetables generally outweigh the small risk. Thanks to Carrie and Emma for your questions, and I hope you all enjoyed going down a couple of nutrition science rabbit holes with me. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email it to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 443-961-6206. And if you're looking for more support for healthy weight management, please check out the tools and the resources at wayless.life. We've just posted a new resource that can help you cut down on mindless snacking and become a more mindful eater. You'll find that at wayless.life slash mindful. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Nathan Sems with script editing by Adam Cecil. And thank you also to Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchings, Davina Tomlin, and Cameron Lacey. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.